Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Podcast, where we talk about the behind the scenes of the creative industry. And today's guest, we have Simon Vaza. He is from Studio 361 Berlin or Studio Berlin 361. You might have seen him in our events if you ever attended one. He's usually the guy with um, the gimbal going around, taking nice videos of everybody. So, yeah, welcome to the podcast, Simon. And yeah, please introduce yourself. Um, add anything you, you want to the introduction. Thank you, guys. Yes, um, thank you for having me. And yeah, I am the annoying guy who always asks, can you do that again, please? Because that was super cool. And yeah, let's, let's catch it on camera. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah first... Um, yeah, it's really nice to have a very old member of the community in the podcast and, and also a good friend of mine. We worked together a few times already and, and it's, it's always a pleasure. Um, yeah, the first thing I want to ask you is actually for people that um, don't know you, like, how did you get started with like um, filmmaking, videography? Is that something that you always did? It's something that came about later or how, how did you start with filmmaking? Well, in the beginning, it was just a hobby. I was working in a soap company. Uh, my soap company, I, cre I was creating soap and I was selling to, the, to a few natural shops. And then filming was my hobby. And that is great. When you transform your hobby into your work, it's like you're never working and you enjoy it that much. And yeah, it's always great to yeah. have this change. And now I'm, I would like to have another... <clears throat> hobby that in the future maybe I will use it as a, my 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 job yeah. in the future yeah so yeah now that your hobby become your work you have yeah, to find another job yeah but another. I'm still I'm still enjoying the the, the, the my work that is creating video the creation process and uh, yeah I'm still enjoying but it's good to have something and aside to mm. to be prepared just in just in case something yeah bored me or change yeah no yeah no, I'm I'm totally <clears throat> Like in the same um, opinion as well, it's always have good to have hobbies on the side that um, if you become good enough, you can actually yeah. profit from them. That's how I started also with uh, filmmaking, photography. It, because it's like you're never working. It's like you you yeah. you enjoying all the time, and it's super great. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm yeah also in the same boat. Let's put it this way. Um, and yeah, like now I wanted to ask you about your. Your trajectory, you said like, oh, you were working with like making soap. Um, and then how did it, um, how video became your your main job, basically? Because right now I think you, you freelance mainly, right? Yeah, I'm just freelancing right now. Yeah, and but you did work also with agencies. Yeah, before? I was working for a video agency before. That was a great team, was a great experience. And in that time, I was really graving to work with with a team and uh, in a huge uh, environment with people related to what I'm doing. But then I realized that time was not enough because you work until uh, eight, un until from nine to six, and then it's like one hour until you get home, and that was a lot of time consuming. And you didn't have the time to, I didn't have the time to to do the things that I really want. Like go out in a shooting with some artists dancing and doing more stuff. I didn't have time for those things. And also, <clears throat> yeah, so now that I have time, it's more easy to to reach things and reach goals. And 
Yeah, nice. And and I think that touches a bit on what I wanted to, to ask is like um, the benefits of freelancing. And I think you just stated about like having time to do your own projects. Yeah. Um, but the other side, you also have like a lot of um, way that you can learn a lot because there are yeah. always projects coming to you. Yeah. Right. So do you think it's still valuable to like for someone that it's trying to maybe change paths, you know, like it's like started a photography or filmmaking, maybe they can start to like looking for a job in an agency to get experience and then go freelance. Or how do you feel that it's you the don't, best? I think you don't need to work in an agency. If you mm -hmm. surround by people who have the same interested, that are in interested in the same field and ideas are always welcome. Like, hey, what if we do this? No, but we do it in, in the other way. And you say, okay, this way is another different way that I would do it, but it still works. Mm -hmm. And this is the, the creative part, part when you are with someone and you work together and ideas comes. And this is super nice. I think you don't have to worry in a company. You just have to be like surrounded with friends that enjoy the same process as you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, working in a company is also security. Yes. That yeah. some people are graving for that. Like, oh, I want my security. I want my paycheck in the end of the month. And during Corona was good for me, but now it's not like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, but this security also uh, is good because you are secure. But as a freelancer, you always have to work more somehow. It's like before you work eight hours a day and now you're working like 15 hours per day because yeah. it's, it's more even weekends or whatever. And but when you see as in a company, when you, once you your shift is done, you shut down the, the the computer. That's it. Yeah. But as a freelancer, you always have to to be prepared to work this overtime. But this brings with benefits also. You get more money. You maybe you have a way for a lot of work, and then in the future you will have a day uh, when you don't work a lot, maybe a week. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to put all this. And the preventing safe account just in case you get sick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or you want to go traveling somewhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. That's um, that's a really good point. And I think this this like I heard someone saying this this kind of phrase before that like he was tired of working in a nine to five job and he yeah. also wanted to be like kind of oh I wanna kind of not start my own company, but having my own thing. And then he realized that freelancing is actually owning your own company of a one man, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have all the, the expenses, accounting. So you have everything all, all that a company one, needs yeah. to do. You have to do it yourself. So I think also that this other freelance um, area, it's a lot of like uh, entrepreneurship, you know. Yeah. Um, you have to go and find clients yourself. You have to, you know, nurture clients, do the customer support if some client is not happy. So yeah. all of this that a company has different departments, you yeah. have to do you it all yourself. All yourself, but all this will come with benefits in the future. Yeah. I mean, you have to work based on that all extra effort. And I mean, work is like the invoice have to reflect all those extra effort that you are doing. Because you have to pay yourself your holidays. You have to pay yourself your insurance. You have to pay yourself everything, so you have to put all this in the in the invoice. <clears throat> yeah, um, and I think like this touches also in a very interesting 
topic, which is um, pricing, as you just said, yeah. you know, because I don't know um, about you. Kind, I kind of know because we were in a yeah. lot of this process <laughs> together, you know, but I want also to other people like to share to other people. In the beginning, how did you go about pricing? And now that you have way more years of experience, like looking back, I'm sure you look back and it's like, man, I was like undercharging a lot. I was not being like putting so much value in what was actually worth. So how was this, your relationship with like pricing your services, how, how it went? Because I think that's an interesting topic that we can share this with you. This is audience. a whole science, how to charge, because you would not charge the same to Salando, for example, a, a big company, to your friend that is around the corner and he just won a dance video. It's not the same ratio, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, so you have to put all those things and it's a holy science, really. It's super complicated. And I don't know, it's like, <clears throat> sometimes when you give, a, you give a price and they go straight forward, yeah, let's, let's go for it. Yeah. And then you're in your mind, you're thinking, oh my God, I give them a very low price sometimes i just ask to to the to the to the person what is your budget for that depends mm -hmm. on the of the is a, is this is a friend is a friend of a friend <clears throat> but if i can ask that question that will save me a lot of troubles like mm -hmm. like mind brainstorming how much i can ch ch charge because yeah it's a whole it's yeah. a it's a science really how to charge someone what I do sometimes is like I go higher a yeah. little bit. So then if they say, oh, but this is too low, this is too, too high. Much, yeah. Okay, what is your what is your your budget for that? Do you have something in mind to work? Mm -hmm. and, but if you go lower, you can then you cannot go higher after. So I'm ready to go higher and then have a negotiation to 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 work with. But yeah, I usually this is someone recommend to someone I ask to that mm -hmm. someone who recommend me, do yeah, you yeah. think this is a good price for that person? Do you have a minimum price that you you ask like, okay, for this type of video, I won't charge um, a minimum of this. Uh, and yeah, you can defer a lot with the video, um, but I usually also try to have like, okay, I won't work for less than, I don't know, 300, 400. Like, I'm not saying to you, you can yeah, share the, yeah. the actual value, but do you have this like um, strategy that is like, okay, this is the minimum, I'm gonna aim here. I have this range to basically play, but I won't go lower than these. Yeah, I think all the projects are different. It's it's like you. How can I explain that? I think all the all the projects are different, and it depends on the client. Everything depends on the client, and this is a friend of a friend of yours, and it's a super nice person. Mm -hmm. You just go for it, and maybe. I don't know. I, I really like to, to help. And with this helping, something will come in the future for sure. Because in the beginning, I wanted to have a bigger portfolio. So what I did was offer free, offer things for free. Like, uh, hey, who want to uh, interview? I will give it for free. And this actually happened, what, what I'm telling you right now. Mm -hmm. And then someone contacted me. Ah, yeah, I have this product. I would like to have a video or an interview. I'm talking about the product. And I say, yeah. We did the interview, and then in the in the future, like six months after that, that person contact me and then say, "Hey, I have I'm working now in a big company. Can we need a video guy?" And the budget was like six thousand euros just for one shooting and a lot of small videos after that. And I was thinking that 
that is super good. Off. So this uh, this thing that I did in the past, like offering something for free, helped me to to reach a better client in the future. And it's always like this: someone knows someone, and this someone refers you to a job. Ninety-five percent of my no, let's say ninety-eight percent of my of my job is someone who knows someone or I work with that person and refer me to someone. It's it's all connection that you made outside. And for this I I I was <clears throat> and for this I came out from my comfort zone and I was going to event. I was going to do more stuff. This is how I, I met you guys in yes, the busy. Yes, yeah. And I and I thought this kind of event is good for connection to connecting people and people relate to what I like about what I like to do pictures photography RT stuff and the people who goes there is always open to 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 do something work in the future together for RT project and it's super nice and those events are super good to connect people really in the same field yeah um yeah I love that you say that because we we had other guests in the podcast and pretty much all of them said like the main thing is word of mouth you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the main way to get clients is word of mouth yeah. and it's funny because it's yeah it, it is true like people tell tell you like over and over again you have to network you have to make connections because it's all about connections yeah and you see like there are some other people that probably also have different ways to to get clients they do a lot of like lead generation they yeah. reach other brands on on linkedin and so on but when it comes down like i think i also heard this from i don't know i, I always remember the, the the quotations and never like who quoted i have to get better of remember the name of people who quoted that like to get work you just need to do a good job be enjoyable to work with and be remembered yeah you know because if yeah. you go you get a first job and then people like working with you yeah and then you you know like you you do a good job you you are remembered and you're a nice person because if you do a good job yeah. and you're remembered but they don't like working with yeah. you they won't like if they like you and they remember you but you didn't do a good job yeah. you don't get a job and if you even if you did a good job and they like you If they don't hear from you yeah, again, they yeah, probably yeah. won't come back by themselves. You yeah, know? true. Totally so like true. somebody, uh, it's, like, it's like something that I hear in Instagram. Like, if you want fast, cheap, or good. Yes, exactly. So you have to choose one of two of those three options. Yeah. You want it fast and and good, so it won't be cheap. Yes. So you fast, you want well. It's something like this. Yeah, I yeah. Already, but it's super good and yeah. And I think this is the same, but this is the opposite. You need the three to yeah. get like recurring clients, yeah. especially. And you know what happened to me before that I attend to any shooting because the video, the video guy didn't show up. And then I was nice with, nice with the people. We were talking and then I keep the client. Yes. But I'm, I'm not stealing the client. I'm just being better and giving a better quality content. And I'm being nice and, as you say, memorable. memorable. Yeah. and nice and and good so if you have those rules those three tips that will be a tip like a cherry in the cake and yeah so now we touched about like how to to find clients um and and one thing that i i, I had prepared a question is i see that a lot of i have actually two questions in mind i, have, I will pick one <laughs> 
So the one next first, one first. One first. <laughs> so, yeah, the next section is basically about the clients still, you know, because you focus a lot on on social media, right? Um, yeah. I see in your work that you do a lot of social media video based on like on either on interviews or event videos and so on. Um, and how how is it the social media working for you for one presenting your work and second if clients find you through social media if is this a, a channel that you use to to you know like talk to other clients how is it how social media works for you i think social media now is like a big portfolio really so this is your phase to to what you're doing now you can send a website with all your videos but for example i'm working for people to put content in social media if i am not good at that I'm making the first mistake. I'm, yes. That means that I'm not good. So, so yeah, that is difficult for me because I, I was not a social, social media, media guy person. that give 300 likes in a day. But yeah, I started working on that, and I was to because you have to see what is on the, on, on the on the on the on the internet right now. What is t- uh, trend? Trendy. What 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 is trend? What is not? See, oh, I would like to do this. And if I see more content, more framing, and more stuff, all this gets stuck in my mind. Mm-hmm. So in the future, I can use it as a reference and another project for something else that I want. Maybe it's not related with the question that you asked. No, me, it is. It is. Yeah, um, yeah. Because how you use social media to promote, but you you even took a step further. That's yeah. like social media is not only a communication channel. But it's also kind of a research, yeah, um, yeah, resource that Styled you have to see, to, yeah. to see the different styles, and sometimes it's good to copy. If you copy something and you mm-hmm. do it better, it's like the it's improving all the time and mm-hmm. still like an artist, right? Yeah, 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 and it, and it's good because I you you can see a lot of good things out there, and then you see, whoa, I want to to I I'm not in that level, but I want to get mm-hmm. in that level. So I have to practice and do it and make it possible. So so yeah, social media is your portfolio, and sometimes I don't have time to to work on my portfolio that I, and I know I should be working more. But I'm doing my best, and now social media is everywhere. Everybody has an Instagram. Everybody has a TikTok account. Yes, it's out there, and if for companies, this is the main thing. Sometimes to give them value to mm-hmm. present their 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 themselves to the to the to the target group that they're yes. looking for and yeah so if i have a good content over there as a portfolio they will see me this never happened that people see me and they say oh we want a video this no it's always mouth to mouth yeah or someone recommend me as i said before what was the question before? I forgot. <laughs> no, yeah, it's how you use social yeah. media to is, ah, okay. if you use social media to get to clients. But yeah, yeah you you did you did answer the the, the question. Ah, okay, okay. I, I thought maybe I went to no to yeah. branches. To no, no, topic. it's fine. Um, yeah, it's because I have so many other questions in my mind around the same topic that I have to start picking. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because the next next question would be also related to this um that you said about inspiration no it's it's funny that you, you mentioned that because there is so many different questions and yeah. around this topic especially social and then media. You, you touch a point and then 300 million points yeah come more questions after. come yeah, up so I'm, I'm trying to, say, to stick yeah. what were prepared but it's been hard <laughs> but it's good because the conversation yeah. is flowing uh, and i love it but yeah the next question would be more about the the niche you know because you 
you niche down more into like um, shareable kind of social media content. And and this for me, I it it's also something personal because this is the stuff that I don't really like doing. And to be really honest, yeah. um, I have to do it as a marketer. Um, but as a creative, as a filmmaker, this is not something that I enjoy doing. I know the value and I know how to create them. But if I had like a video agency, I would probably not work on social media videos because I love more storytelling, longer form content where you can like craft a, a story and a, a message. So these usually take yeah. at least five to 10 minutes. Like you can do some like this um, narrative branded content that you have a three minute ads that is almost like a beginning, middle and an end of a story. Yeah. So this is more like what I like to see. And for me, it was weird, like, because the first time I was hired to actually shoot for social media and they asked me to shoot horizontally, I was like crying. It's like, what vertical. am I doing? Yeah, vertically. Yeah, yeah vertically. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this makes no sense to me. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. like it almost hurt me inside as a creative to have to do yeah, that. And it's difficult to place all the information that you were used to to frame in our horizontal uh, screen. Just in a, in a tiny, like 30% of the screen now. Yeah. It was so difficult. But in the beginning, well, I think if you can have the two worlds, like the mm -hmm. commercial uh, social media thing yeah. and the the artsy process, because this is what I, when I'm working with an artist, mm -hmm. like, like, a, like a, how can I say, a TPF project, right? TFP. TFP, yeah, like sorry. Passion project, you can call yeah. it different ways. Collaboration project. Collaboration. This is when I, when I do my, my stuff, like, okay, let's do it in this way because I really want to do it in this way. Let's, mm -hmm. let's, I am the boss there, you know, and, and I do what I want to do together with the, with the artist, let's say. But this is my time to do what I, what I want to do. And there is the social media market uh, thing that I'm adapting to, 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 to what they want and what I know also. But shooting vertical, that was a, a very huge challenge. Yeah. Very difficult in the beginning, but then you get used to it. And now when I'm trying to make the, my arty thing, it's 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 so difficult to 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 change now to 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 the normal format like horizontal mm -hmm. and everything. But I think if you can have the two worlds, you can combine them somehow or have them separately, that would mm -hmm. be great. It's like the Jin and Jan. Yeah, know, yeah. The, yeah, that's great because um, one of my next questions would be also related to this, which is like, how important do you think is to have this passion side project where you can, as you were saying, like you're the boss, so you have completely creative freedom to experiment, to yeah. try out stuff that might not work because it's your project, right? Because many people are like, oh, you shouldn't work for free. You shouldn't do this. You, you should like... Yeah. worth your work but there is uh, this also this other thing if you're always working with clients you're not experimenting yeah. that one so how do you feel it's like how and important those it is? experimenting things could help you to find a new client so it's like win-win situation and i think this is a, a like the tank of the of the car you know you have to feel sometimes with, with the things that you, your passion and the things that you want to be able to be able to move mm. and this is the the thing that i always try to do sometimes there is no time but this is what I, I, I want to do, like from time to time, having some project that I really enjoy and I really want to, to put my hands on. And 
Even yeah. uh, because it's for free, but this free content thing costs money, but yeah. um, costs time and time is money. And sometimes it's not even for free. Sometimes you're paying to yeah, produce. Exactly. <laughs> and and it's so crazy. But I mean, if you enjoy the, yeah. what you're doing, it's like I, I said in the beginning, if you if your hobby is your work, it's like you're never working. In mm -hmm. the end. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And and. Another thing that I wanted to ask you is basically, I, I know that you, you really enjoy as well doing stuff for social media because even when you go like to the busy events, you still, like the style of your videos is still very much this, you know, like this is style like shareable kind of content yeah. with a lot of like um, shorter cuts, dynamic and everything. Short cuts. Yeah. yeah. One second, it's like, what? In the beginning, it was yeah. like, what? One second now? Okay, yeah. continue. Sorry, yeah, no, no, right. but like, th this is actually what I wanted to ask. Like, um, maybe this is not what you enjoyed, and then, but now it became your work and you, I, I see you enjoy doing also in your free time. Do you have any other types of projects you would like to, to have, like on this um, passion side, you know? You mean for me, like for me, you, like I do a lot of marketing videos because mm -hmm. I'm a marketer. So this is what I'm better at is doing like interview based promotional videos where I can craft a story or even like promotional videos in general, because I can use my market background to create exactly like thinking of the persona. Na, na, na. Mm -hmm. So this is basically my commercial work. But I'm, I'm writing a now, now a short film and I really want to get some short films done because I love cinema, you know? Yeah. So do you have any other types of video? Maybe it's like more narrative or is it different, you know, like a documentary or, or how do you, do you have any other different projects? Because you do have um, a second project, right? Um, on the side. Um, yeah, no, the thing is, I would like to have uh, now, just right now, I don't have a different hobby, mm -hmm. but I'm working on that and I would like to, to work with leather. Sorry, okay. ecological people, like <laughs> uh, eco-friendly, but I don't know, leather, I think I, I would love to work with. And I would like, like, and I would love to record the making of, for example, that, that backpack, oh, the yeah. making of, of a wallet. And that, I think, will be my, my next hobby work. Because it's yeah. related, what I do in here, I will, I, will, I will sell it and I will have a video of it. Mm -hmm. It's like... I have them because I think some I hear in the in the beginning when I start working that people invest more in social media than in the product itself. Mm. So I have already the social media investment because I am the guy who who make the videos and the pictures and and the images of the product whatever. So I have already all this source so I can promote anything what I do in the future like super low price because it's just me mm -hmm. paying my myself <laughs> yes yes for this kind of content yeah so, so yeah so yeah that i think will be my my next hobby work thing working with leather and i would like to to make more videos of the making of a backpack or making of a jacket leather yeah. a wallet leather so yeah and, and and there is an audience for that i love seeing like yeah. maker videos you know because it's so cool. interesting yeah. to see like the process you know yeah and and talking about process like this is more of like a kind of a technical question as a fellow filmmaker because i see that a lot of your videos um if for me many times feels that you build your video on the edit um 
That I what? You build your videos on the uh -huh. edit, you know, because for me, like my creative process and everybody has a different creative process. I'm very much like when I come to shoot something, I already know every single shot that I need because I planned and I storyboarded and I have, you know, everything yeah. from like scene one, two, three, four, five, six. And then like even when I do interviews, I build the interview before the message and I ask just like five questions that is exactly what I want to have in yeah. the video. So my creative process, I think, might be very different from yours you because could, yeah. I see that your videos, you just like shooting a bunch of different angles and then you create something totally in the edit. And for me, if I do that, I come into the editing software without an idea, you know, not without an idea in general, but like not knowing what the video should yeah. look like already. I'm so lost, like to be <laughs> honest. I like, it I takes me so much time. I have so many unfinished projects, yeah. personal just projects because of, because of that, you know, because yeah. I just realized that for me, this is like completely, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't do it basically. Yeah, because I think I have a rule. Well, I heard something in the beginning also mm -hmm. when I started working that wide angles mm -hmm. is, wide, wide frame is information mm -hmm. and close up are emotions. Mm -hmm. And I always try, when I'm filming something, I try to go with three kind of shots. A wide, medium, and close-up. Yes. If you're, uh, for example, using a skateboard, I will go a little bit back and I film all your body mm -hmm. doing like using the skateboard. Then I will go to medium shot from the from the hips to to the head, mm -hmm. and like a then shot yeah, cowboy shot, mm -hmm. shot, and then you move it and then to close-up, maybe to the wheels of the of the of the of the skateboard and i don't know and some emotion and some um how can i say some action because mm -hmm. picture is totally different to 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 video picture yes. is just one frame but video it's like you have to tell something it's moving picture yeah so it? you have to go to point a to point b and you have to do something in between yes like rolling, drinking, uh, drinking something, everything it's, 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 it's there. So you have to use it. And so, yeah, I have yeah. all these kind of three shots, may, uh, wide, medium and close up. And then whatever you want to transmit with those kind of shots, it's, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's funny because the shots, the meaning of the shots from my point of view is, is the same thing. Even when I'm planning narrative, <coughs> Um, when I want to give information about like where the current is like establishing shots, you need a wide angle. Yeah. So this for me, I also do, but I do way before. So for me, like when I come, I have like scene one is going to be shot with a 24 millimeters um, with this much of the stuff in frame. And then I want to capture more emotion. I either use like yeah. a 50 or an 85 and then like especially when I want more compression, you know. So I also use the same things, but I use this way more of like, um, what do you do, planning, what do you yeah. do like in, in film called like co coverage. So you basically get a lot of yeah. coverage and then you build the stuff on the edit. And for me, like this, I tried to do that, you know, um, but for me, it's still, I I don't know, like my mind so works different, you know. Yeah. I need Maybe because the, story the film before. area, the film, the, it's, this is a, this, there is a film side of the video and mm -hmm. 
videography side of the video and i think film side is more like uh, you were saying before more planning which lens are you you're going to use which kind of framing do you need for that but i think videography is more like you go and you can plan mm -hmm. a story but what you get well if from my side i'm talking yes, of from, just for me because maybe some people has another way to go through but for me it's like for me it's like more like more improvising let's say yes i improvise more and sometimes it's super good you uh, i'm sometimes i'm super afraid of the content that i have that maybe is not enough but then sometimes i get home and i see the footage and i say oh i can't <laughs> breathe because i know it's super good and sometimes it's not that good but it's still working but not as you plan in your mind in that moment in specific but i think there are two sides more planning that is more i think in the in the film side and the more and videography that is more in the in the more faster and yeah. and and not planning at all yeah I think yeah so. and, and i think this is the nature of the work as well because the way i do if i want to <coughs> create a lot of social media content it's probably not going to work because it's going to take too much time to get one video done you know because even though you get faster when, the once process, you practice yeah you practice you practice and then you you, yeah. you get to use it yeah, yeah. but i think yeah like with social media being so like content every yeah. time every day you know and like social more media had to be fast had to be fast yeah and i learned that because for example one clip in a, in a short video before one mm -hmm. clip was four seconds five seconds and then i cut to another frame mm -hmm. social media is just one second yes one second one second and a half and then boom you move you sometimes even like half a second yeah yeah and then you tell the story in 30 seconds about a guy who met someone and then they get married and then they got children and they have a beautiful family all this in 30 seconds yeah and it's and it's crazy how social media works why because people don't have time to to spend 10 minutes watching a, a short a short film yeah for social media yeah yeah and that's that's the part that saddens me a little bit as yeah. more into like i'm way more of a film enthusiast a film lover i feel that like right now people just don't take the time to enjoy actually yeah. being entertained in a more meaningful way because for me what i love about film and i love a lot about like um, drama documentary is that you experience other stuff through other people's stories you know so this for me is something that if you focus a lot on social media it's really hard you know like of course you you might be able to as you said you know tell a story of someone that like um met got engaged yeah. in 30 seconds 10 seconds but it doesn't <laughs> it's a challenge. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but i feel that like in 30 seconds you can't really connect and like for me i'm very much on the artsy side yeah, yeah. that i really like like hearing from the score and how the score changes and the sound yeah. effects how basically like the rain from a sad scene and a rain from a happy scene sound different and all these nuances but as you said like this requires a lot a yeah. lot more planning and a and lot you more you plan more and you spend more time less time in the in the production of yeah yeah sometimes improvising you can spend a lot of time because you don't know what to do mm -hmm. and the planning in the moment take more time yeah but sometimes work sometimes doesn't work 
Yeah. And, but you have to look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> it happens, you have no. to look like I know what we are doing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, that's very interesting because this was a personal uh, question as well because I know that even though we both make videos, uh, we have pretty different approaches. And I just wanted to share with people also that like, maybe if you are more like you, that you, you're better on cutting stuff from improvising, just yeah. having coverage. I think maybe I'm, you I'm should go good, yeah. to like on social media side, you know? Yeah. I think if I yeah. try to do just short social media content, I would have to learn a lot, you know, because it's something that I'm definitely not good at because I'm way more into the mm -hmm. like film, traditional like film side that it's like, okay, I want to tell this story, bring you this emotion yeah. and everything. Yeah, and yeah. this, you need time, not yeah, only on the planning time. to plan all of this and for the audience to actually feel it because you can't feel like happy, sad, excited and everything in 30 seconds, you know, you need a bit of yeah. time to to express to the emotion, to, these, you know, yeah. like do the setup, um, the setup, the... Um, how do you call it? Yeah, but you need time to do all of yeah. these, you know, like you set up, pay off, something that you, you have in the first the 10 seconds of the video, it's gonna just connect with something that happens yeah. in the minute three or four. And then you're like, oh, this scene that this, like he showed actually connects and makes a sense, like just in the end yeah. of the video. And I love this moment where people connect and everything. Yeah. And I think this is like what social media misses. Um, and it's just a matter of, yeah, people consume content in different times, in different vibe. I, I, as you were saying, I don't go to social media to, to watch a short film. Yeah. Like I, me personally, I, my YouTube is full of short films because I love it. But most of people, they are there for information and they are in Instagram for entertainment and TikTok for entertainment as well. And I they are just like scrolling yeah, and scrolling. you have like 20 seconds. So it, it's just a matter of like how people consume as well, right? Yeah. I think I am I am the only guy who watched the commercials in YouTube. Oh no, I do all of them <laughs> and I save some of them. Yeah, and I go so and, then, and then I go like <laughs> look for this commercial and then Super I save in a playlist. I always watch them because it's like I said before, if you watch more content, you will use some of the framing or some ideas and make it better in, in, in the future, yeah. What I was saying before about improvising, mm -hmm. it's good to improvise, but knowing some stuff in the background. For example, what is the goal of this video? Yes. What is the goal? What, what would you like to reach with this video? Ah, you want to create value. Okay, let's create value with what do we have here. You want to sell. Okay, let's sell with what we have in here. I always suggest like three things, two, three things. I don't remember. Create value to your company that people can say, oh, they are so eco-friendly. They are so nice. They are doing this good. I I support them. Mm -hmm. And then you can sell them. Like create value to your company and then sell and create something like really uh, pops. Something mm -hmm. funny. Yes. Something funny value and and sell not 100% selling but show them something to 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 buy this is great because like what i always tell people also it's similar not only as a videographer but as a marketer is yeah. that first you need to bring value and then people down come. the line you can sell them yeah. because if you go straight for the sale it's yeah like more often than not it's not gonna work just because it's, imagine like it, it's like 
you're going on yeah. the on the street and somebody's like oh do you want to buy you. something from me and then But like who are I you i always think if you create value you don't have to sell because exactly. people will come uh-huh. So yeah, it's uh yeah for me like I, I sometimes I get like this analogy if somebody just comes like I don't know oh do you wanna do you wanna photo of your of you and your girlfriend out of nowhere in the streets you're like no like who are you yeah. but if the person's like come and say like oh you're a beautiful couple and start a conversation yeah and then It you know like better. yeah. yeah. You, you and in the end like oh by the way I'm also a photographer so it doesn't feel like a sale right and then yeah. I think like especially at this day and age where you really are bombarded by ads every third post in social media like if you're just being sold um, if you're trying just to sell you're not going to stand yeah, out yeah. is what you're saying like, of people the, don't, of the don't like to be sold yeah really like knocking your door and telling you buy this for 3.99 euros yeah, yeah. I think it's better if you create value, people will come to you. That's yeah. it. That, that that is my main rule. And when I when I someone asks me for a video, okay, what is your your core value from, from mm-hmm. your company or your product? Oh, we are eco thing. Okay, let's work on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's yeah. use that as a main thing in your video, and let's make it possible. Yeah. Yeah, nice because this also touches um as you're saying like what is the goal of the video because I don't know how your clients work but like sometimes my clients um don't have very a specific idea they just know that they need video that video is what's yeah. selling you know and they're like oh we want to do a video and then we they, don't know what but no, we want and to then do like it. <laughs> sometimes they come like oh we want to <laughs> talk about feature A B and C that we are good in are doing this this and that and then I'm like Okay, but what is in for your customer, you know, because I know your solution can be great, you know, but the main thing is to touch on what is their problems or no objections, you know, why do they need your solution in the first place? It doesn't matter how all the bells and whistles, how you are the best in the world in this future, like if people don't need it, they won't care. The yeah. first thing yeah, that yeah, I tell yeah. people, you know, it's like And that is good what you're saying because for Being a normal, not a normal, just taking advantage of the situation. You just can say, you want a video? Okay, let's, let's shoot a video. You will get paid anyway. Mm-hmm. But you want to be good. Yes. So let's do that. I want you to call me in the future. Yes. So if you, if my video is making something to your company, you will see the, that company will see the benefit. And then they will say, okay, that was great. Let's call mm-hmm. him again. Yeah. yeah. And, and so this, this is the part in the beginning that you have to be nice, you have to be good, you have to Yeah. yeah. And this this goes back um to something that I was looking at that I didn't know that was a name for it, but it's like apparently you have like this thing called value-based pricing, which is basically you sell your service based on the value you bring. Yeah. Um and then I started like, okay, this makes so much sense, you know. So now when I go like some clients come to me and say like, "Oh, we need a video." It's like, "Oh, Why you need a video? What do you expect out of the video? Is it a say um, you expect people to sign up to a form? Do you expect people to go to your landing page? Is it your product page? Um, where the video is going? Because in the end, if you think about the whole funnel, it's basically you click in a video, you go somewhere else. Yeah. And if the video and the page <clears throat> is out of sync, probably you the, the, this person won't get results. And they might think that your video 
is, is not was, good. Your work wasn't good. But yeah. what is broken is their funnel. It's yeah. not your video. Yeah. And then like, yeah, it was funny. Like one it's of a my change of things that yeah. One of my clients once like we finished like the discovery call. She was like, okay, like thank you so much for this this call. You know, I learned so much about marketing. Yeah. When I came to you to do a video, you know, and I think but this, I am a video guy. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, I think it's what you're saying, you know, like when you bring a lot of value, even yeah. to the client as well, is when they see the value of your work. Yeah. And they are not. um Yeah. Like they don't have the objection to pay more for your work because I always tell people compete on value, not on price, you know, yeah. because if you compete on price, there is zero um, upside of being the second cheapest. You're either the cheapest or you're yeah. out. But if you bring more value, people won't mind paying more money because they see the value you're bringing, yeah. right? So, so it, you can, it they can back. sell it higher if yeah. they have more value and something that really pops yeah. from another world. Exactly. And then it goes back to what you're saying, that it links very well together, that um, if you're just there selling a video, then you're always gonna be, you know, like paid by the, for the video. And that m might be not much because you know that we might not spend that much if you put like rental of the gear and everything, even if you know down everything, maybe it costs you being paid like, I don't know, 80, it costs you like, I don't know, 500 to do the video. But you might be able to charge 2,000, 3,000 for a video that costs you technically 500, If it brings to the client over 5,000, yeah. you know, and you're never gonna know that if you don't explore the impact of your video and you focus just on the craft, right? Yeah, the thing is, time is money. Mm -hmm. Time is so precious. And sometimes I ask to the client, from which stage you want to be involved in the project? Mm -hmm. Because maybe they don't have the budget to to bring me in the stage of planning, mm -hmm. you know? So it's it's... It's a difficult, but all depends to who you the the is all all depends to for who is the video, big company, a small person, exactly. not a small person, is a, a normal yeah. artist, whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is a very very interesting point about you know, um, yeah. I think it goes back to pricing and everything. Um, so I guess we covered a lot already. Um, I don't want to make this too long. Then, like we talked about pricing yourself making your your passion into in, into your work right um and one last question i have is basically like we're talking a lot about editing for example is there any part of the process that you enjoy most like because i really enjoy the planning and the shooting but when it comes to the editing myself it's like oh, i have to edit i like the color grading because it's what you play more with emotions yeah um But the editing itself is something that I have to do. And I think you you enjoy the editing, right? Or not? Yeah, I like the editing because you are you have the, the ingredients in your hand and then you're like uh, making pasta. Then mm -hmm. you put a little bit more parmigiano, you put a little bit more salty. <laughs> and then when you see the result, it's super nice. But I like also the, the shooting process, the filming. Mm -hmm. of, because you are kind of in charge and... Yes. Yeah, and then you're the bossy person there. And it's like, okay, can you get this with your right hand because it's not visible? But you have to be able to communicate. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah and nice because some people don't know how to express and communicate mm -hmm. and give feedback. 
Yes. So yeah, I think I'm kind of good in that. So I like the the shooting process also. Yeah, I like everything. I like yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> From the A to C to Z. Yeah. So now uh, I think we'd like one one kind of last question so we can start wrapping up is um, for people that are in the place that you were a few years ago where they have a job and they want to go more into the, the freelancing world or just try to start having it um, as a side income. <clears throat> Do you have any tips on how to start to, to first, you know, getting clients and everything and start slowly like a kind of a plan on how to use this hobby and slowly try to make it into uh, uh, your work, like is either as a side job or a main job in the future? Yeah, well, although I just would suggest that go out from your comfort zone. Zone mm -hmm. is difficult in, with this weather, cold weather. Sometimes oh, yes. go out from the house is difficult, but yeah, go out from your comfort zone, connect with people, and create work for free in the beginning. Not work for free because you're working for yourself, and in this process, you will get a portfolio for you. Mm -hmm. Set something that you would like to do. For example, uh, a, dream, a commercial about something. Contact people, talk to people, make them uh, give them a very low price so they cannot refuse and practice. No, that was super bad. That was because, actually good. Yeah, yeah. So make something out of it and make it work and create your own portfolio. Yeah, I think like from my view as well is that it all comes down to the more you do, the more yeah. you learn. And practice and practice and practice. Practice and practice. And once your work is good, it's going to show <coughs> and, and other people will also see it, you know. Yeah, and set goals because if you don't set goals, like until this month, I, I want to create this kind of video. Mm -hmm. And do it because, I mean, if you're working for a company and you say you're, you're going to be there at eight, you will be there at eight. Mm -hmm. If you tell yourself, I'm going to do something this time. Do it also. It's re respect for yourself. Yeah, it's Somehow. almost like tr going back to treating yourself as a company yeah, is the first exactly. part. Exactly, and this is yeah. so difficult. Yes. To to tell to respect yourself. Like if you tell yourself that you're going to be there that this time, do it. Because yeah. you you would do it for your boss if you're working in a company. So Why don't do you it do it for, it for you? Exactly. Yeah. Do it for yourself. Okay, I think that's. Perfect advice. Um, I stand by it as well. Even though I'm guilty to not do this sometimes, that I set goals to the project just because they're personal. I don't take them as serious as it is like work. Um, it's way easier said than done <laughs> as, as many of these yeah. things. Um, but yeah, I want to thank you very much for um, being in the podcast and, and sharing a bit of your process and your journey. And yeah, some last words is like, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Well, uh, thank you for having me, guys. That was super great. I I really admire all the words that you're doing here with the marketing and all the the events that you're organizing that are super helpful for people like like me, like everybody who like to be involved in the in the same area. And it's super good. Yeah, and thank you again for having me. And yeah, my website is Studio Berlin. My Instagram website is Studio Berlin 361. Yeah. Okay, then. Thank call me now. Call me now. <laughs> yeah. 
So thank you very much again for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we we'll see you guys in the next episode. And until then, keep creating. <laughs>